lose ready when you are. All right, man. All right, all right. If I hate starting, man, it feels like so much pressure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you know the saying: um, pressure makes diamonds, bro. Exactly. Yeah, man. What, what Sue let's, said. Let's, yeah, man. Let's make a big one today. Okay. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Village Podcast. Um, hey, Sui, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm about, I'm about. Uh, could you just do me a favor and, like, put, like, a sound effect, like, around the Village Podcast when I say it? All right, all right, I got you, I got you, you know I got you. And so, so let me run through it again this time, just put the effect, all right. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Village Podcast. All right, Sui, I like the sound of that, thanks for that. Okay, and how are you doing, by the way? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just taking it easy. How are you doing? Ah, man, just had one of those weeks, you know. Just can't wait for it to be over. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. It's uh, so unfortunate, though, Mutema could not join us today. He's um, a bit occupied as well. Yeah, exams. That time of the year. Wish him. We wish him all the best. Yeah, we do, we do. But unfortunately, we still have Malimba. Unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, oh, wow. and I'm not greeting you this way. Malimba, I'm not greeting you this episode. I'm still, I'm still being petty about you skipping me. Uh, you, you skipped the question in the last episode for me. Well, in the first episode, actually. So I'm not greeting you during this episode, man. Don't don't hit the player, hit the game. <laughs> Nah, man, I'm hating both the player and the game. Both the, player. <laughs> the game is the game, my guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm good. I'm great. I probably should be studying for an exam, just like Mutemwa. But you know, you know, it'll figure out itself. You know, right now my mind is on the village podcast, and you know, you know, ready to drop some gems and listen today, and just you know, see you know what we can reflect on. I think that's the most, that's the one thing I really like about this podcast, just the fact that we, we really reflect on this stuff. And, you know, when, even when we record, we can go back to these episodes and like, just reflect on what we said. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's true. That's true. And, uh, what people will be reflecting after this, after they hear this episode anyway, is tribe and prejudice. I know I can simply pick up the dictionary and look up the definition of tribe and prejudice, but I'd rather not think I've got you guys with me. So I'd like um, you guys to tell me what you think or what you would define tribe and prejudice as. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting one to, to break down. I guess the concept of tribe is, is pretty familiar. I mean, Zambia has, I believe, 73. If I'm from remembering my, my social studies from, from grade 7. I believe we have 73 tribes, 72 or 73, one, one of them too. Um, hopefully I got that one correct because, uh, yeah, my social studies, my social studies has slipped away. It's been, it's been ages. But yeah, um, I think, I think that typically we refer to tribe as, as, uh, social groupings of people from different regions and, and they have a shared, cultural history and, and 
that's one way that I, I put it off the top of my head without you know stealing from from the dictionary because I could just look it up and, and define it. I'm just trying to define it off the top of my head. And and prejudice is is just having um, misconceptions about people or about a group of people based on stereotypes. And so when we put those two things together, tribe and prejudice, we are really um, talking about an issue that's very uh, prevalent specifically in our country, which is tribalism. And, and we would like to, we would like to share our thoughts and break that down um, today. Thanks, Louis, for your insight. Um, Malimba, um, do you agree, disagree, or do you have anything to add or subtract? Yeah. Um, well, for me, I would say that it's not just history that they shared. It's also identity. And that identity is what's embedded in the history. And um, I think it's it's actually a good question because people just think that tribe is all about where you're from. It's not just about that. You know, there was a sense of community and of, of togetherness and principles that were learned in these tribes that make them who they are, you know. And um, I guess the... The, the key would be to just realize that there's more that's bringing us together than what's dividing us. And yeah. Um, and as for prejudice, I think prejudice is just simply having preconceived notions about people, which isn't factual. And, um, yeah, just because you, you just have this opinion about things that has no factual backing. Um, just makes you think a certain way towards a certain group of people. And um, yeah, and this time, obviously, we're trying to look at it in the context of tribe. So, yeah. That's deep. That's certainly something to, to reflect about. I know it's, um, it's, it's not, you know, it, it just feels like something that um, when you hear somebody say, it just makes you uh, think quite a bit about. Thank you for that, Malimba. And um, for those listening in to us, in case you're wondering, or in case you're asking yourself, why are we talking about private prejudice? Uh, practically, we are hoping that this will start a more serious discussion, or at least open up our minds concerning one of the issues which we feel our country hasn't handled, and that issue is tribalism. Yes, you heard me right. I just said the two words. I personally feel that tribalism, just like any of the other isms, are to blame as to why we Zambians aren't as united as we could be. But anyway, this is just my opinion, and I'm really hoping to, to hear your opinion on on our socials. You can reach us out through Instagram and as well on Twitter, or even Facebook if you're there. Sorry for my monologue, Sui. Back to you. You just share. You recently just shared an article with us about um, tribe and tribe in tribe in Africa. Have in Africa. Sorry, I can't remember the article. Could you? What What was the title again? Um. Yeah, I can give you the title of that article. So the the title of the article is "Tribal Ethnic Politics in Africa." Tribal ethnic politics in Africa. Yeah. It, all it's, right. All right. Yeah. It's. Uh, I guess the the title of the article is "Colonialists Didn't Fail to Root Out Africa's Tribal Politics; They Created It." And and this is this is one thing that I feel like um we 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 could 
benefit from learning and trying to understand better like what what is the root of our what is the root of tribal politics understanding and realizing that you know tribal politics is a colonial institution it's a tool that was used by colonizers to advance their colonialist agenda and so with that being said and and being aware that it's that you know politics based on uh based on tribe are a colonial uh institution how then can we um how then can we address our own um you know our own issues relating to tribal politics and how do we move forward from there but honestly it's a tough one any thoughts on it though what what's your personal outlook on it i think i think that you you're definitely right it is it is a very complicated issue and it's a very it's a very touchy subject um not a lot of people really want to want to talk about it and there are a lot of people who somewhat deny its existence and and i think that i think that we can't really deny its existence it's it's clear and obvious that it's an issue that we have the question is what approach can we take to address it and and you know how do we how can we ensure that we don't keep reproducing these colonial institutions and giving them um giving them the opportunity to hinder our progress as as a society i think that i i've said this multiple times i think that we have vast potential to thrive and and this is probably you know one of the hurdles that we have to jump over in order to get to our our destiny in order to get to where we rightfully belong in order to reach our our true potential as a as a society as a nation and i'm going to go out on a limb and say as a civilization you know i i think of it like you know like 100 200 years from now when the history books are written i i would really love to you know to have knowledge written about a thriving zambian empire or a zambian civilization you know and 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 when i say empire i don't really mean that you know we have centralized power or anything like that under one you know one ruler because we know that things like that historically have just reproduced um institutions of oppression but what i really mean is as a civilization you know don't you think that it will be awesome for us to to be able to to go down in in history as as a civilization that truly thrived it, it it does seem really wishful but i really believe that i really believe that we have the potential to achieve dreams like that i mean if you don't aim too high then you aim too low <laughs> Nobody wants to aim too low, bro. Everybody low is aiming up, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I don't know. I, I said a lot. I'm really just. I think that 
I'm I'm speaking a lot from the heart, and and this is probably a, a little bit different from the way I normally speak because a lot of times I'm just speaking from the mind. But this is something that really, you know, it really strikes the core of, of, of my heart. You know, it just gets me. It gets me thinking with emotion, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think, I think that just being able to have, I don't know what the word for it would be, you know, just empathy and a sense of community, realizing that regardless of where you're from uh, in, in the country, in our country, regardless of what your tribe is, what your ethnic group is, you know, like we all have our own, you know, separate families and clans and, 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 you know, and all that. But ultimately, when we all come together, there's something really beautiful about what we can do together. And, and I would really love to, to see a world where we can all be united and and just i don't know i keep I, it keeps taking me back to potential i feel like i feel like tribalism is a hindrance um is a hindrance to our achieving our potential and we kind of we kind of have to understand that the current political system that we have you know which is vastly plagued by tribalism is as a hindrance to us actually developing you know it creates it creates a politics of of winners and losers you know and and that 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 really that really hinders us from actually focusing on um focusing on what we can do going forward and what we can achieve if we came together and just put our minds together and focused on issues of of substance and i'll talk a little bit more about that when when we speak on you know what we can do going forward because i have i have a few i have a few ideas in mind that i would really love to share with everyone all right that would be great uh, but before we jump into that um i'd like to hear what malimba thinks you know Personally. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like I feel like um, colonialism made us think we were divided when we weren't. You know, like when I think of it and whatnot. Like if you look back and you look at history and everything, not once does it talk about us being divided until colonialism happens and then we have TND Pamos, you know, stuff like that. You know, and you know, talking about unity and oh no, I'm for all Zambians, I'm this and that, you know. And the thing is that the thing is all this centralization and everything, it um it 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 it, it just makes me you know, like centralization is is like it 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 causes more division than unity. I remember like this one great moment I I, I remember from my childhood was like I think in second grade 
we had this um school play about a gypsy who used to travel with with her turtle um around the tribes of Zambia. I don't know if Lusungu remembers it, but like around the the the, the different tribes of Zambia and like just seeing their different cultures and different dances and everything. And I really felt like that was one of the best school plays ever because it showcased like just the, the rich history we have in our tribes and like just the importance of us, you know, holding on to that and the values that it taught us. And um, I just feel like we need to find like a way of like, you know, digging deep and just figuring out how do we like just have this you know culture of 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 where like everyone just like this is all around culture that where everyone just wants to like just celebrate their identity and celebrate other people's identities you know even like as a westerner i should be able I should be able to celebrate someone as an Easterner and their history, and I should know about it, you know, stuff like that. Okay, okay, that's some, that's some pretty deep stuff for you too, man. You know, now I'm, I'm not getting why Suli um, last week was talking about um, these conversations filling him up, you know. You feel like there's a lot to take in, you know, there's a lot to, to, to sort of reflect on. And uh, from what I gather, it seems both of you can at least agree on the fact that um, tribalism is something that has been affecting Zambia for a very long time. By a very long time, I'm referring to the beginning of colonialism. So if it's been going on for that long, why is it something that has not been fixed? Uh, Zambia was independent in 1964. So why is it that up to now we are still facing tribalism? As hard as we are. Stewie, Malimba, who's up for this one? I'm going to open it to either one. Oof, I do have an answer. A lot of people are not going to like my answer, though. We might, might face some, some backlash. However, I feel like we need to be able to we need to be able to express ourselves. We got to, man. We got to. And, and, and speak our minds. If, if I'm wrong, I, I'm... I'm I, <laughs> I'm open to be corrected, um, but this is just this is just my personal this is my personal opinion based off some some of my research. See, the thing is, the nationalist movements that emerged out of independence um, are not representative of the masses you know it's it's not a people it, i don't think that they're people based movements in general i think that they're more so um groups of i'd say elites in society who were seeking control and 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 not not so much to put them on blast and and you know put them on trial over here but what i really think is we 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 have a political system that is based off um ruling and not service in in the public sector 
so essentially what that does is it, it creates this desire to rule rather than serve. And so what these, you know, nationalist movements were seeking to do, I think, is to consolidate power. And in order to do that, there needs to be a, a unifying factor. But what that unifying factor creates is it doesn't recognize equity. And that is a huge piece that I think is, 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 has been missing, the, the equity perspective of, of things. And, and without that equity, it, it creates this uh, sense of, um, it creates the sense of entitlement. I, I'm going to call it entitlement. That that is a very uh, controversial uh, statement to make. And, and uh, look, if if I offend anyone by what I said, I no, uh, you're not. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly don't intend to offend anyone. But I think that it creates this sense of it's it creates a sense of entitlement. To, 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 to um, it creates a sense of entitlement and, and that leads people to think or rather to seek um, to seek an opportunity to rule rather than to actually create an equitable society for everyone. Okay. Okay. So when you're talking about an, about an equitable society for everyone, are you referring to across all tribes or like, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Are you talking about sort of like favoring one tribe or one region over another or are you looking at equity just? In terms of equity, I think it's really just about what someone has to offer without, without the prejudice, without reproducing institutions of oppression. And if you look at, for example, development in, in our country, mm. our, our development plan is highly politicized. I think that most, if not all, the development plans that we've had have been with the goal to get reelected. And so you find that certain regions of our country are favored in, in these developmental projects more than others. And so when I speak of equity, um, I think more about developing policy that's intended to ensure that no region of the country gets neglected or left behind as we try to develop. Hmm. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Oof. Feel like I need a minute to sit down, you know. I'm 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 out here, you know, wishing I had a notebook, and I'm and I'm like, this is something I really need to jot down, you know. But as Malimba said, you know, uh, um, it's good that it's a podcast, so at least we can always rewind and at least listen back to it one more time. And speaking of Malimba, um, Malimba, so we have said quite a lot. What are your thoughts? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that Sui, if you think you're going to offend people by what you said. I think that's the point. People should be offended and start to think and reflect 
and um, take what they can because I think the offense is when they're going to actually realize that you have a point in what you're saying. Um, yeah. And I 100% um, agree with what you said about um, the, the the national development plans we've had because at the end of the day, the aim is to move forward as a country, right? And whoever takes over power should just carry on the moving forward of the country. So at the end of the day, it's a collective effort. It's just your turn to like, you know, have the baton and then pass it on to the next person. If I'm not, I mean, if I'm right. And um, I guess the aim is just to keep passing on the baton. But then if you have the baton and you run in a different direction in a way that you don't want to pass it to the other person or in a way that, you know, you want to, the focus is on the fact that you are the one in the relay. It's like you forget that, you know, eventually you have to pass it on to the next runner because your lap will fin your, your area in that relay is going to end, you know, and someone else has to take over from you. And that's where the problem is. And the thing is, the person who receives the button might also want to want to do the same thing. And that's the situation we've been in for a long time. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it, it, it comes down to the factionism we were talking about in the first episode. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say for now. Thanks for your insight. Thanks so much for your insight. I feel like there's so many, um, things that we could talk about just from hearing your responses, but unfortunately we have to, we have to keep on track on tribalism. But I've noted down a few of the things you guys have said, and I'm sure our listeners have noted down a few of the things you guys have said, and I'm sure they would be waiting for us to talk more about um, some of the other things um, that we have spoken about here. So, Sui, going back to uh, the article that you you are using for research, um, when was it published? Okay, so that article was actually published in 1985, September 1985. And, um, yeah, it, it was an article that was written, um, in, if, if you go to Cultural Survival Mag Quarterly Magazine, uh, and you search up nation, tribe, and ethnic group in Africa, you can find that article. And I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna make sure that I give the, the credit to, to the author of that article, if if our listeners would like to uh, like to read it, um, hopefully we can link that in the description as well. But it's 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 interesting to think, you know, how like how relevant this is, thirty plus years later. It's still a relevant article, and and that just shows, you know, that just shows us where we're at, and and kind of defining the problem and now we we need to sort of move towards a direction that helps us actually find a, a solution find a path forward okay okay um you mentioned earlier that you did have an idea of a path um do you mind sharing that idea with us or is it one that is still under construction and is keeping in the locked box well no i can't keep it in a lockbox. i think that i think that ideas develop through 
you know, expressing them and, and sharing them out. So I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely down to, to share a little bit more on that. And, and this is in no way like the only possible path. This is just my thoughts that I, I would like to share. And, and I suppose in, in having, you know, conversation with, with with you guys with people ideas develop and and that's the only way i think you know unity is 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 the path forward no no one no individual can give us a, a solution but rather solution is created as a collective group all right so personally what would be your or um so okay so when we first talk about the path right um well not really so much, but just like, like, like a bit of how the whole tribalism is in the past, and then we'll say that it's still going on in the present. So now we get to hear your idea on how to fix it, but the future generation does not get to talk about the same thing we are talking about right now. So what is it, Louis? What? Um, I think we need to we need to recognize our our uniqueness. We need to shift away from looking at tribe, uh, tribal identity as a difference, but rather as uniqueness. And that really shifts our perspective because if we see something as unique, it, it just exists without it becoming an other, you know, without succumbing to othering. And and so I think that going forward, we need to try to develop um, a plural society where our cultural differences are accepted and embraced without, without this feeling of, of bitterness or hatred, because that's just a hindrance to us. And so building off that, I think that we need to recognize the bigger picture. The borders of our country were, were drawn by a group of individuals who were scrambling to extract from our res to extract all our resources, to essentially oppress us and take everything that our land had. And that's the basis for the borders that we have today. And so we need to realize that when we consider the bigger picture, there is a force that has been um, intended to keep us um, away from progress. And, and, and what this, you know, what institutions of coloniality do is as they reproduce their methods, they can keep doing the work of colonialism without it being overt. So, you know, we don't have, we don't necessarily have um, a physical system of colonization anymore. It's more a mindset that keeps us away from, from progress. And so, in recognizing the bigger picture, what we need to do is shift towards 
politics of substance. Politics based on issues, and and this is something that you know I, I probably I'm probably going to say a million times. We need to shift to politics based on ideology. Like, what's you know what's our goal for development? You know, what path are we trying to take towards going forward? Not just we're from this region, and so this is our faction. These are you know. Like, like, what's the what's the substance behind political support? I think that, that 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 could be an important piece of it. And and going beyond that, my last two points, first and foremost, is equitable development. We need to we need to have equity in in development. There is no reason why we should have a two-story shopping mall with, you know, underground car park and two levels up in 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 our capital city, when there's a school, multiple schools somewhere that have leaking roofs. Right, 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 right. I see where you're going. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so I guess the last piece of it now, uh, from, from my perspective, it comes to representation. We need to, we need to be able to have, um, we need to be able to have people who face issues to be able to speak on the issues and and essentially give us, or rather not give us, and essentially give them the ability to solve the problems. Because I believe that, I believe that a lot of our, our, uh, our communities have solutions for the issues that they face. All they need to do is to have a politician listen to them rather than make them promises. What we need is for our political figures to listen to the people. And instead of saying, we can do this for you, ask the people what policies they can institute in order to uh, help the people solve their issues. All right. Okay. Oh, you know, man, um, while you've been speaking this entire time, I've, I've just been like nodding my head, you know, like the entire time. I've just been like, yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. You're really dropping bombs during this episode, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate it. I think that, you know, it's important to also just be clear. This is just my thoughts and and... I'm I'm just I'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to get a conversation going and and I would I would really um like to be clear that I'm I'm no expert in this issue and I don't want to I don't want to seem like I'm trivializing you know the issue of tribalism and and watering it down I think that this is just a piece of the broader conversation that needs to be had yeah, it is. It is. Just as I said earlier, you know, we aren't, um, 
trying to push our views onto anybody or anything. We're just hoping that we can begin to start a conversation which can really help and change the way we do things in our country. Because if we don't start to make that effort now to change things, they're going to stay the same way they have been for another 20, 30, 40, and 50 years. And during that time, we as Zambians are going to suffer a whole lot more for it. So all of our, all of our, most of the stuff we're saying here, is actually our own opinion. But that's what makes it really great. Honestly speaking, I, I'm not sure how your listeners feel, but for me, I feel, I feel inspired. I feel like I've learned a thing or two, and I feel like uh, my mind has been, has been opened up quite a bit, you know, to how I see some of these issues. And um, I'm hoping you guys do for the same way. And if you do, or you do not, please feel free to in our socials. So you can always hit us up on Twitter using the hashtag the village Zedem. You can hit us through our Instagram at the village Zedem. And you can also hit us up on Facebook at the village Zedem. It has been me, Malusungu, um, Sui, and Malimba here with you today. Would like to thank all our listeners for listening today. And uh, I'm looking forward to catching you in the next one. I got like a, I got like a bamboo stew a lot during the, during the episode. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, sh- uh, <laughs> there was a part there where I was going through the blender. I just could not figure out how to, how to do it. <laughs>